With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another episode of Unentitled Expressions presented by Jack Daniels. It is Paulina and I'm super excited to be back with another episode here for April. Can't believe it's already April. The year is flying by, but I'm not mad at it. Um, without further ado, though, on today's episode of Unentitled Expressions, we are spotlighting the inspiring work and journey of award-winning photojournalist Jesus J. Montero. Hi, Jesus. Welcome to the show. Hi, Paulino. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, big fan of, of your course. work, big fan of this podcast, and a big fan of all the guests you've had on, so I'm like, really looking forward to, to speaking with you today. Well, thank you. No, we like I said, we've been having our eye on you to make sure that we have you here to spotlight your story, um, all the work that you do, you know, in Chicago, in the community, um, so much more. We're going to get all into that as well. So we are super excited to have you on. We are big fans here at Jack Daniels. Before though, we, you know, we get into learning more about Jesus J. Montero and the amazing work he's done. I want to share a little bit more on his inspiring background. Jesus is the son of Mexican immigrants, a Chicago native and first generation college graduate. During his time in college, Jesus served as the founder and president of the, of the National Association of Hispanic Journalists at DePaul, creating the largest NAHJ student chapter in Chicago. And as if that isn't enough, he also advised the creation of two Spanish reporting focused newsrooms, uh, La De Paulia and 14 East Pueblo while in school. And at the height of the pandemic, while finishing his master's degree, he covered the civil unrest in Chicago, Cicero, and Kenosha in the summer of 2020. He has completed a vice media hostile environment and first aid training in crisis, safety, and responsibility trauma reporting. He, has also, uh, he also has a deep background in entertainment and music, reporting uh, with interviews ranging from Halsey to Gail Garcia Bernal and Samuel L. Jackson. Jesus is currently serving as a board member for the Chicago Journalists Association, which is CJA. And he is also an active member of NAHJ, investigative reporters and editors, and more. And last but not least, Jesus was the 2019 NBC News NAHJ Fellow for Dateline, among many other accolades. Oh my gosh. Welcome, Jesus. What an honor it is to have you on the show. Thank you so much. The privilege is all mine, Paulina. Thank you so much for reading that very, very long intro. Uh, I, sometimes you forget some of the things you do, but... Uh, like like you, uh, I think you reflect back, and it's pretty cool. Um, and I'm I'm glad we gave you to jump in and talk about some of that stuff. Absolutely, and to be quite honest, I had no idea about ninety eight percent of that because you're right. Like you know, I'm I'm a big believer that we all have to be. Um, I just like our own biggest cheerleaders, and I also feel like it's important to make sure that we cheer each other on. You know what I mean? So I'm really excited that I get to sit here and chat with you and get to know so much more about everything you've done. Um, you've done incredible work. I am so just amazed at all of this. Um, and you're such an inspiration. So first things first, tell us a bit about yourself and what inspired you to get into journalism. Yeah, thanks for that. And again, thank you for the opportunity. Um, 
Yeah, for me, a little bit about myself. Hi, my name is Jesus J. Montero. I'm an award-winning investigative uh, reporter, also music journalist, content creator, and uh, consultant. I recently also uh, am now a content creator for a nonprofit in Chicago called My Block, My Head, My City. Um, what inspired me to get into journalism, um, I wish I had the calling, right? Like I knew growing up, like I wanted to be like Superman and work at the Daily Planet and uh, <laughs> do, do uh, mm -hmm. journalism for a living, but I, I really didn't have any direction until I got to community college where I was exposed and experienced to different uh, forms of you know work and different opportunities. And I really took to journalism because even though I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up, I know I wanted to do something for the community, create impact and change. And once I got to that uh, level in my education and career, I realized that journalism was the best outlet for that to create that change and impact. Absolutely. You talked about, you know, when you were younger, you said that, you know, this vision was created and he wanted to be um, like Superman and do all these amazing things. So then how did your upbringing inspire you to focus on social activism, right, and reporting on important topics concerning diverse and underrepresented communities as well? Yeah. Like, what was that moment? Yeah, I think it was it was a collective of moments growing up and, you know, as a son of immigrants. Uh, born in Chicago, raised in Cicero, which is a primarily Latinx community on the you know western suburb of Chicago. I uh, you witness things, right? You witness things growing up that happen to that happens to yourself, to your family, to your parents, to the community. You always ask yourself, you know, why? Why these questions? And oftentimes you turn to those um, like your parents or like the people that are taking care of you, and they can't answer them. One because they're unaware of themselves, but uh, you know, how can you explain, you know, these social injustices to a child, right? So yeah. a lot of it was these unanswered whys, like why are our people suffering? Why are, you know, why do we have to go through these certain obstacles? And once I got older, like, uh, instead of asking the whys, like, why can't we change that, right? So it's it's challenging those those stigmas, challenging those setbacks that we had and trying to uh collectively work at it together right and it's definitely something that needs to be uh addressed collectively through all different industries and through all different kinds of communities right um i think that that's what kind of led me towards down that path of not being content with what how things are and wanting to create that change whether whatever kind of field you're in whether it be photojournalism banking finance um, service industry you can create that change and impact so for me, it was wanting yeah. to make that change. Absolutely. So what parts of your culture do you bring into the work that you do? Yeah, I mean, that's interesting because um, for me personally, uh, my identity is who I am, right? And for a lot of people, you can't check who you are at the door. Like when you come into your nine to five, you can't check your, your, your heritage or your culture to, to, uh, to not what you do, right? And journalism in general has this uh this thing where you're supposed to be unbiased right and unchecked but a lot of these institutions were created with with not poc people in mind um so for me it's just having a total recall of like what i do what work i do uh to who my network is right like who do i choose to to uh to work with in terms of journalism that's who am i speaking with right in terms of um journalism work specifically, looking into the communities that I'm actually uh, reporting on and talking with these people, right? 
um, instead of just parachuting in and just assuming uh, uh, getting the information I need and leaving, it's actually planting roots, planting seeds. And I think that's something that um, because I'm aware of the culture and the impact uh, that I have through work or just, you know, being in these spaces, it's important to, uh, I, you know, be in track with who you are and, uh, and, and, and come to an understanding of like what your identity means, not just to you, but also the community, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I, I agree with that. And that's um, something that I like what you said in the beginning, you said that, you know, you can't uh, check it at the door, right? Like, you know, your identity, your culture. Um, so that is really interesting. Then when you go into a space like this, because I've always said that I feel like a lot of these, I don't know, like media outlets or whatever you want to call them, right? Like, I don't think they were really designed um, for our storytelling, if you will, right? For for our reporting. So I think it's so important. It's so cool that, you know, I get to like witness this with you and, and a, a lot of other reporters. We've even had like um, Laura Rodriguez, we had her um, on our platform too here on the show. So talking to you guys really opens up my eyes to so much more and, and you know, and being a part of NHJ as well, like being able to bring more of that into the newsrooms, right? Um, I do radio, so I'm always trying to be such an advocate for that as well. Like I know it's a little bit different um, storytelling, right, or different media outlet. But at the end of the day, it's still, I'm in Chicago, I'm still talking on a platform, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I love, I love that you say that. And I love all the work that you're doing as well. So really quick, what challenges did you face in your journey to become such an effort to become such an inspirational photojournalist? I think some of the challenges that we, uh, I personally faced in journalism, but also, um, I think a lot of people that are POC, you know, black women, um, a lot of these institutions, a lot of these spaces aren't really created with, you know, us in mind, right? Um, yeah. From the structure, from management, even just the basic mission and ideals and goals. And I think that's something that um, we have to do, which is difficult, right? It's hard. It's hard to be in the field or space that you've been wanting to do your whole life. But then once you're there, you find these different obstacles and cultural barriers, right? So I've had right. experience working at like huge legacy news outlets to more local like Chicago to now more, a lot more smaller, like uh, the newsroom in Cicero, in Cicero called Cicero Independente. And all these different spaces have these different cultures. Um, uh, but what I like about uh, what we're doing now is being upfront about it, being upfront about these different uh, struggles and these different limitations, right? A lot of more people are more vocal or open about their mental health. A lot of these mm. are more uh, vocal and open about um, the systematic uh, issues that are facing them. Um, and I think uh, now you just have to be intentional, intentional with with who you speak with, intentional with your projects, um, whether it be, like I mentioned before, whether it be working in the service industry or working in finance, banking, uh, or in journalism, I think uh, being intentional with your work is, is super important. Absolutely. Being intentional. I think that's a great takeaway from that as well. Um, Cause everything that I do, I mean, I know, like I said, I do radio, right? So we're talking about, you know, dating and like all these crazy topics. Right. But at the end of the day, when we do turn that part off and we do get serious, my first thought is, okay, like be thoughtful, be intentional. Like your, yours is photography. Mine are words. You know what I mean? So like, to, to show that through my words, like, okay, like I want to get this mesh message across. I have 30 seconds to do so, right? 
um, again, be intentional with my words. So I love that you said that. Well, powerful, I mean, powerful. Yeah, it, it is. It's 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 very powerful, and I think you're right. It could be even even the not serious news stuff, even the dating stuff, even the whatever. It, it's definitely it's definitely needed, right? Like, um, yeah. uh, sometimes we need to take a break and relax and enjoy the work that we do, right? So even though like a lot of my more prominent work is in investigations, looking at like. Um, how town spends money, COVID relief, dealing with like civil unrest, while those are like very serious issues, I think it's important to have the intention in, in everything that you do. So like for me personally, uh, like we mentioned before, I like to do music. I like to shoot music. I like to report on music. Um, and just to show an example of intention, like last this past summer, I was covering Lollapalooza. And that's always like a huge, huge blessing, being able to talk with my favorite artists, being able to talk to my favorite uh, musicians uh, about their projects. But for that project, I focused on a, a Latino artists and mental health and them during the pandemic and how it affected their creativity, right? So it's not like the newsy hard stuff that uh, I'm used to or best known for, but it's even like my side project or things that like I, uh, I, I do for fun, it's still the intention behind. So. Thank you for the mm -hmm. dating and all the other stuff because that's definitely also needed in this space. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Sometimes I'm like, I feel like I'm just going to the circus, you know, compared to, you know, you journalists who actually are breaking the hard hitting news, you know, and some of that is difficult to report, you know, nobody wants to do that. Or, or my big thing too with mental health is um, I think one of my friends, Diana Gutierrez, talks about this when I did um, a Get Your Mind Right initiative um, photo shoot. Um, everybody had to hold up a sign that was like, kind of like um, what they struggle with when it comes to their mental health. It was such a powerful day. I got to do that again. That was awesome. She held a sign up that said, taking the story home. And that was how her mental health was affected. And I never thought of that until she told us, you know, and openly talked about it. Um, so I think that's also a great point. Love that you talk about mental health. I'm a huge advocate. You guys know that. So I think that's um, really important, you know, to, to share too. Um, you know, I do think that you guys sometimes do have a difficult job to do when it comes to reporting these these awful tragic stories, you know? Yeah, um, and that's unfortunate. And uh, I, I unfortunately uh, feel the same sentiment that uh, Diana has felt. But that project you mentioned specifically, I remember that. And you're right. That project talks about vulnerabilities and the different issues that people brought to them. Uh, I mean, that are facing them. And it's, an, it's unfortunate, right? Because we're from a generation that culturally we're taught your your career your work identifies who you are as a person right like yeah you got to work hard to one day become successful and success is a job right but in reality like a job or a career doesn't define a person it doesn't define their level mm -hmm. of success it doesn't define their level of of, um, of success in life but uh we have that stigma right um but that project is great uh and Diana's vulnerability and her being open, like when I, I when you mentioned that, like that click, because I remember I saw that project, a whole bunch of yeah. uh, other people sharing their truths was very beautiful. So yeah, thank you for bringing that up. It was, it was a great, great reminder of like how important it is to be open. Absolutely, yeah. Well, what you said really just sparked that you know in me, and I, I remember um, you know people being very vulnerable, very honest about it. So um, I want to thank you as well for for doing the same. So I kind of really quick want to jump into your 
current role as well. So you are working with My Block, My Hood, My City, which we've also worked with and chatted with. Amazing. I love the connection here. This is so Chicago. So how did that come to be? What's your role there? What's going on? Sure. So yeah, thank you for that. Um, I was a contractor with My Block, My Hood, My City, creating uh, content media with them for a few years. And like I always told them, uh, I always I was very, very lucky because what I got to do was go to these different spaces that My Block, My Hood, My City was in and provided uh, resources and provided opportunities and was able to document that, right? Even though I didn't put in the work, I was able to be there to document it. And every time I would interview somebody, they would always praise the hard work that Jamal and the good people at M3 have been doing. And um, like I mentioned before, for me, it's about creating impact and change. So I've worked with other nonprofits uh, like the ACLU, SEIU, and in all these and other projects and being able to you know, create impact and change in these different fields. But with M3, it was a very special place because Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, when I think of Chicago and people creating um, that revolutionary uh, shift and just change, M3 is definitely in the forefront of that and being able to document as a, as a, as a, as a contractor was a blessing. Now being able to work with them is, is very fruitful. And I'm really excited for the projects that we're currently working on and future projects. Um, it's a very special place and I'm very happy to be there. Yeah. That's so exciting. We love to hear it. Um, we're excited to see what's to come. Um, like I said, you guys both collabing and just being together, um, you know, working together, I think is so awesome. So my next question for you is um, you've leveraged social media to increase the visibility of your work. How have you used social media as a tool for success? Yeah, I mean, at first, uh, I don't know if it was like this for you uh, in school, but, you know, we always taught social media is on the on the up and up and we could definitely use it. <laughs> it's on the verge. Yeah. Rising, like, oh, my God. Yep. Uh, I look at social. I look at social media as a place for people to express themselves, right? And I look at it mm -hmm. from a genuine perspective and point of view. So, uh, a lot of people are themselves on social media when oftentimes it's like very difficult to be themselves in person. So, you have to look at that through a lens of uh, sincerity. Um, only reason being is because as a as a journalist, you're providing news and sometimes also also critical and many times life-changing news and information, uh, you want to make sure that your audience actually gets this important piece of information, right? Um, and so with that is, is looking at these different social media channels like Facebook, like Twitter, like TikTok, like Reddit, like Pinterest, um, and at some time uh, before our day, definitely MySpace, but looking at these different like social media platforms, and seeing uh, what's happening first, just listening and viewing and seeing what people are talking about, right? If it's a community project or a community issue, a lot of these people turn to Facebook because they can't find answers from local governments, right? So they ask each other. So I think that's why it's important with my work with Sister Independente is the, the staff there looks at social media 
and turns to social media often because a lot of these uh, residents and their audience are looking for answers that they're not getting elsewhere, right? Um, right. I think it's also important to to note that like, um, especially in the, the summer, uh, the summer of unrest that we briefly mentioned, a lot social media was being uh, very hectic, right? A very hectic time of, you know, pushing false news and narratives. So it, as a journalist and as also as a concerned person, like you definitely want your family, your friends to have the most accurate, important information. So social media is definitely a tool that you should use, but also be weary of its 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 setbacks, right? Its fallbacks. Um, but like it's also it's also a, a place where I have all my stuff, right? Like it's 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 a tool to use for work, but also like a, a tool to use to to push and 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 to build a brand. And it's like super 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 important to like make sure if you are in this space, but like are thinking about potentially uh, creating a career, whether it be online, that you take it serious and, you know, um, yeah, build a brand that's appropriate with you, your message and your followers. I like that. Yes. Build a brand. Uh, make sure that, yeah, you are delivering, um, I don't know, quality content, you know, to the followers. And I love that. And like, I love what you said too, like, um, you know, making sure your, your followers, friends, family, whoever it was, um, was getting the right information too. So I think, that's also very important. So cool. Okay, I like it. Um, what advice then would you give to others looking to get into photojournalism? Yeah, I think uh, just just preparedness, right? Because we talk about how these spaces are really created for us. So uh, like journalism, like all these other things, it's just to prepare. Uh, prepare. Um, you could either go to school or not. But once you once you get into these spaces, that's the one thing they, they don't tell you, right? Like I wasn't told in an intro one-on-one -on -one class or I wasn't told like, hey, once you get there, that's when the real hard work begins. Right? Mm. Um, and it's just being prepared for that, having a foundation, having a circle network that you could rely on with, with issues that come up, right? Not just uh, educationally or academically, but like a, so people that you can rely on and foundation. In terms of like specifics, like photojournalism, um, a lot of people, think uh, the higher the gear, the higher the camera, the higher education, the higher schooling, mm. you have, the better it equates to your position and your job, right? In reality, it's not the truth. Like some of the best photos or photographers I know of don't shoot in the most fanciest of cameras, right? Some of the best reporters I know didn't go to journalism school, right? So I think it's important for anybody that's getting into any field to one, know why you're getting into this space because when it does get hard, your foundation's gonna get shaken and you wanna make sure you're in it for the right reasons. And two, when it does get difficult, you have these resources available that you can turn can turn towards uh, when things get rough. And three, finally, like, you know, just know why you're in it. Know why you're in this space. Know why you're into photojournalism. Know why you're into whatever, into journalism. Know why you want to be a community member or community advocate. And um, definitely uh, remind yourself of these reasons when things get difficult. Absolutely. I love that advice. And what are some of your favorite pieces of work that you've covered? And what is your dream event or topic that you hope to one day report on? That's interesting, because um, I think I'm very fortunate and blessed to be able to like work on different projects or things that just really interest me. Mm -hmm. uh, so currently, uh, we just I just finished wrapping up a, an event uh, with uh, DJ RTC. He's a adjunct professor at Columbia and the head of uh, closed sessions and Dave Jeff. Uh, 
from Chicago, we're able to provide and produce an event called uh, uh, Legends Conversations with DJ Jazzy Jeff last week. And mm -hmm. that's something that like uh, an event that I'm really proud of because like it, it was a passion of, you know, in music and being in space and be able to provide that to um, some Chicago people being able to chop it up with a legend was very, very, very cool. Uh, and that's like the music side, right? Um, as, as a reporter for me personally, uh, with Cicero Independente, uh, I worked on a project uh, looking at how the town spent COVID relief dollars and the investigation revealed uh, the money was spent on uh, police officers, regular pay salaries. Um, the investigation did really well. It checked all the boxes in terms of like trending and all of my mental reporters like really, really liked it. And I got really good kudos, which was great. I think the biggest thing for me, the biggest thing that like I, I really, really enjoyed that project was the impact that it had, right? It mobilized community residents to come together and, and create a survey where they then surveyed residents and different community members about what they would have liked to spend the money on, right? And it created action, mm. it protests. And I think that's why a lot of journalists do what they do because of that, that change that they can create, right? Um, yeah, so just being able to work on things uh, that just really interest me this summer, we have a, a lot of uh, cool events happening. So that's where I'm gonna like try my music side and you know, uh, reporting on places like Sueños, reporting again at places like Lollapalooza and being in these spaces, reporting on uh, different ideas and cultures, but yeah. Absolutely. So basically you are, um... I don't know the word I'm looking for, but like you are able to cover it all. And I think that's actually really impressive um, because I guess my question for you is, I felt this personally, have you ever felt like people, society, whoever it might be, has ever tried to make you feel boxed? Like, oh, you shouldn't be reporting on entertainment and celebrities and whatever musicians, you should focus on hard news specifically. Like you have a very diverse portfolio. So I guess my question for you is, have you ever felt um, sort of like, you know, you were put in boxes or they tried to put you in a box? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a really, really great question. And you're right. I think, um, like I mentioned earlier, uh, uh, your title doesn't define who you are as a person, right? Mm. Oftentimes society does, has that, those, those ties, right? You are a, you know, radio personality, so you cannot talk about serious issues, right, Paulina? Like, no, like, what if there's something that you really, really want to talk about that's near, dear to your heart? Yeah. Are who you are, and you have that liberty, you have that identity that where your voice does mean something so why not take that opportunity to do that right um and but you're right uh, uh those those titles definitely do tie you down but like i i've said before like i've never met a successful person that's only good at doing one thing and i've never read like an autobiography or a book about a person and you read the first page and they worked one job for 40 years and this is why you're reading about them like that's that's not true right right um I think that that's a, the definition of somebody that that is is interested in many things, but also puts their heart into it, right? Um, so while the, all these different projects uh, are different facets from like music to entertainment to hard news to more fun stuff, uh, the foundation and the the truths are still the same. Like uh, you know, creating impact and more importantly, just having fun. Like these are things that definitely have fun with, and I think a lot of people should enjoy what they do. Right. Uh, and if you don't, definitely make it an effort to enjoy what you do. 
Absolutely agree with that. And I'm very, um, I relate very like hard with that answer. I very much so relate. Um, so then what uh, are some of the projects? I know you kind of touched on this as well, but what are some projects that you're working on now that you'd like our listeners to know about? Sure, sure. So this is a, a new venture for me. Um, but my first big project when my block, my hood, my city um, is a collaboration hoodie and design with the Chicago artist called Brandon Bro. He's an incredible artist, incredible human being um, for his art installation, uh, Big Words. Um, so we worked on a, a collaborative design hoodie uh, that we're going to uh, unveil in these next few weeks and sell in these next few weeks. But the idea is uh, the nonprofit and, and Brandon Bro, um, they're both prominent Chicago figures, but the, the message behind it is valuing the worth of where you're, where you're from, the neighborhood that you're from. And with his design specifically is value the block on top of our M3 logo. So value in the block is being proud of where you're from, being proud of your neighborhood. And also the sense of pride is giving value to where you're from, right? So even mm -hmm. I was born in Chicago, raised in Cicero, I didn't have that value growing up because of the negative stigmas towards, you know, Cicero, the West side and the Latinx community. But now it's time to change that narrative, time to change um, how people perceive it. And it is that change is creating work, uh, work within the community, uh, working together collaboratively to uh, change those stigmas from where you're from. So that being my first big project, being in like a fashion thing, like a fashion piece of merch, something I've never done before, but helping uh, Brandon and M3's mind come together to come make that a reality is like something I'm very, very proud of that I've uh, been able to work on now. Um, the other thing is, um, the Legends Conversations with DJ RTC and Dave Jeff. It was a very great success. The last one we did was with Raekwon the Chef from the Wu-Tang Clan. This one, last one was with DJ Jazzy Jeff. And we're now gearing up for this summer with somebody pretty big, probably the biggest conversation yet. So I uh, can't wait for that. Uh, and still working with Cicero and Depenente on a number of investigations and projects, working on a, a third uh, print edition. Um, even though the newspaper is online, it's important to have uh, something physical in print for the older residents or our older audiences that don't have access or, uh, you know, digital divide, don't have online access to read stories mm -hmm. online, to, be able to provide something to them in person and in their hands is also a great opportunity to, like, to use the skills that I have to like uh, help out the community. So uh, a, lot of, a lot of stuff happening now. Yeah. A lot of stuff happening. Well, I love that. And my last and final question for you is what does the future hold for Jesus? Uh, um, you know what? That's, that's a great question. Something I've been thinking about a lot, a, a lot now. Really? Yeah, I think, I think um, I've always wanted, I've always thought like it, I never wanted to be comfortable, right? I want to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. I don't want to be where I'm at now in a year from now. Um, mm -hmm. I can mean physically or, uh, uh, you know, mentally, financially, whatever it may be, but I know, uh, what the future may hold, what the future will hold for me is still in a place, if not, uh, currently in a bigger place, in a bigger position to, uh, further help the community, right? Whether it still be in journalism or content creation or potentially, um, you know, office or in, in office one day, or I don't know, just definitely trying to give back to the community. That's for sure. I love it. You're just, you know, 
how do they say it? Like you are going back to your roots or you're always going to make your way to your roots. And I love it. Giving back. Yeah, you have to, you have to. I mean, uh, I think that's one thing like, don't, don't get it. Don't get twisted. I love having fun. I love going out, love uh, different silly, cool adventures. Um, of course. I think we shared quite a few and we both know uh, we like to, you know, work hard, but also play hard and enjoy life. But yeah, I totally. think there wouldn't be something, there wouldn't be anything else I'd rather be doing than, than, than giving back. That's for sure. Well, that's amazing. And we love to hear it. Thank you so much, Jesus, for being here on the show with us today. Where can we follow you and your work on social platforms? So, you know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Sure. Yeah. On Instagram, it's Mr. Jesus J. Montero. Um, for Instagram, it is Jesus J. Montero. And uh, for uh, my website is jesusjmontero.com. So I looked out and got all the domains that I needed, but definitely give me a follow or a shout if you, anybody has any ideas or anybody wants to connect on the many things that we talked about today. And uh, Paulina, again, thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely, thank you for being here with us today. We really appreciate it. We finally were able to make it happen. So we're super excited about that. And thank you all also for tuning in and you know for being a part of Unentitled Expressions. Um, make sure to share this episode with your friends, your family. I always tell you know tell a friend to tell a friend. And tune in next month for another episode of Unentitled Expressions. Until next time, and remember to drink responsibly. Cheers. Salud. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.